Welcome to Staying SEL, Connected in Sac City. My name is Micey Lee, and I'm joined by my co-host and SEL coach, Africa Full Love. Hi, Africa. Hello, Micey. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. Thanks for joining me this week. Happy to be here. Great. So as you know, this podcast is about social emotional learning and staying together as a community while distance learning. COVID-19 has greatly changed our world personally, professionally, and of course, how we do schooling for our students. As we transition to a different way of teaching and learning, we know many in our community are experiencing a range of anxiety and emotions. From learning how to navigate technology to designing lessons that attend to both academic content as well as students' social and emotional well-being. And to taking care of your own children while also working from home. We also know that many of our students and families still don't have the necessary technology, tools, and environmental supports to access learning equitably. If anything, distance learning has heightened the great inequities that we know existed, certainly existed before as well, but now are magnified in a big way. How we navigate through these inequities and challenges as a community will determine how we re-enter into space with each other when we are able to come back together again. So how do we reimagine a new normal where we can truly attend to each other as human beings first, cultivating a collective sense of belonging for all members of our Sac City community? We hope to begin this collective hope for empathic connections and deepening our sense of belonging by bringing you the voices of our community. Each week, we will engage with a few voices from our Sac City family and hear what they have to say about their experiences during these difficult times of COVID-19 and distance learning. Each week, we will also be joined by an SEL team colleague who will share an SEL competency of the week and practical tips to support our listeners in continuing to practice SEL. Our hope is that by hearing each other's stories, we can begin to deepen our sense of connection, empathy, healing, and to stay in community while we're physically apart. So before we get into our conversation with our guest today, we wanted to start by sharing an SEL competency of the week. And here to get us started on our SEL tip of the week is Rosie Arcona. Hello, Rosie, and welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Mycy. Thank you for having me. I would love to share our SEL competency of the week. Um, but before I do that, I just wanted to give a look at district's SEL mantra, which is we are we belong, we can. Our belong and can start with A, B, C, respectively. So it's our version of the ABCs of SEL, if you will. We use this to frame our six SEL competencies. We start with being self-aware and self-managing who we are. These competencies in turn enable us to have social awareness and relationship skills so that we feel we belong, which then empower us to believe we can 
make responsible decisions for our community and exhibit a growth mindset in all our learning. So this week's self uh, SEC is, um, as my C said, self-awareness. Self-awareness is the ability to know who we are, our values, our beliefs, even our implicit biases, and most importantly, how we're feeling. Here's a quick tip for practicing self-awareness, and that is, um, if you can name it, you can tame it. This mantra is coined by Mark Brackett from the Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence. And what that means is next time something comes up, try to put a name to it. When we label our emotions, it becomes easier to manage that emotion. Um, so, for example, I've been feeling really lonely um, during this uh, time of social distancing. And, um, you know, saying it out loud from what we know about the biology of emotions, it, it actually helps in, uh, reduce that intensity And when I share that with others. Um, so for more information about uh, our SEL here at Sac City, um, please check out our website at www.scusd.edu and then um, slash SEL. Thanks, Rosie. Why don't we of get, course. Why don't we get into our conversation um, with our very special guests? What do you think? Oh, yeah. Sounds great. Okay, so we have a wonderful treat today because we are joined by two very important voices in our Sac City community. The voices of one of our Sac City families. Today, we are honored to be joined by Alex Grievous, a sixth grader at David Lubin Elementary School, and his mother, Chioko. Hi, Alex and Chioko. Hi. Hi, Alex and Chioko. Hi, everybody. So excited to have you guys here with us. Um, so as Rosie shared, our SEL competency is self-awareness. And to that end, why don't we start by getting to know you each just a bit more? I'm going to okay. ask you just to tell us how you're doing. We'll start with Alex um, and then Chioko, you'll go next. Okay. Thank you. So Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing well myself. Great to hear that. Um, and Chioko? I am, today has been an overwhelming Monday. So I am overwhelmed. And, um, but other than that, I am doing okay. Thank you. And thank you just for lifting up how you're doing in this moment, on this moment, on this Monday, excuse me, and, and just checking in. We're going to go just a bit deeper, okay? Um, and Alex, I'm going to kick it back to you. Can you tell us a bit about who you are? Okay, so I am Alexander Lamb or Alexander Grievous. Um, I am a sixth grader at David Lubin Elementary School, and I have a book and a podcast that I have and I have both of them and er, I wrote the book and then I made the podcast um with the podcast me and my mom thought that it would be a good idea to like interview community leaders like every single week or two and we and we've had that schedule ever since May last year where um 
next month we're going to be celebrating our one year anniversary. So, um, currently, um, during this tough time, we can't really film podcasts, but we, before we, um, before the coronavirus happened, we did do some episodes before, and some of them were, like, about, or one of them was, like, we interviewed, um, someone who was running for city council. Mm. Um, Katie Valenzuela, I think you've heard of her, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, and then, like, with my book, I wrote the book because I was getting bullied for being different. I have autism, and so I wrote the book to, like, not only, like, for other people to be inspired, mm-hmm. but, like, for other people to know about autism better in a way that's very simple and... That is not complex. Wow, Alex. Could, would you mind telling us again the title of your book, where we could find it, and the title of your podcast? So my the title of my book is Awesomely Aaron. You can find it on my website, which is alexgrievous.com. And my, the title of my podcast is the Alex Speaks Podcast, and you can listen to it on Spotify or Podbean. Wow. Mm-hmm. Or Apple. Or Apple uh, Podcast. Thank you for sharing that. That is amazing. Um, excited to hear more as we uh, get into our conversation. And Tioko, would you mind telling us a bit about who you are? Sure. Um around the school environment I'm known as Alex's mom Uh, I don't really have an identity I haven't had an identity of my own since uh, 2008 so um, yeah but I my name is Chioko and I am the proud mom of Alex Um, he is truly a great kid and um, I'm not just saying that because he's mine but he really is a great guy um I am a public health practitioner. Um, So basically what that means is I lead a um, public health program for the state of California. Um, And my background is in public health. I'm actually, I re-entered grad school um, about a year and a half ago so that I can become a marriage family therapist. So that has been a struggle during this time, still going to school um, and everything has been pushed to Zoom and then also working from home. So um, I'm doing that. But um, yes, I have Alex. He's my kiddo. And um, we have a dog named Berkeley. (laughs) And uh, dad is Dan. Um, So we are all sheltering in place, staying in place and trying not to go crazy with one another. So that's a little bit about me. Oh, and I like this. Oh, yeah. nice <laughs> plug there, Chioko. Yeah. Thank you for um, just helping us to get to know you both just a bit more. And we'll continue with our yeah. conversation. Um, okay, yeah. so in the spirit, well, excuse me, let me back up. As we all know, uh, school has moved online and into this distance learning model. And I'm curious... Um, to hear what you each have been thinking about since the school closures, um, thinking about what your experiences have been like, 
engaging in distance learning, lifting up challenges, but also honing in on some successes that you're experiencing. And Chioko, if you don't mind, I'll start with you this time. Okay. Um, I think the one thing that I was concerned about when I first heard about the school closures is what is going to happen um, with the remain of the school year. So Alex um, is a sixth grader and, you know, he's going to face a big transition next year with going into the seventh grade. And so one of my concerns was how was that transition going to happen without him mm-hmm. being physically at school? That was the one thing. The second thing I was worried about, and you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, um, was the equity of the students. And so, you know, here at home, we have, you know, computer uh, desktop and we have laptops and that sort of thing, because my husband and I both have our own laptop. And then I have an old laptop that Alex has been using. We have a a desktop. So it wasn't an issue for Mm -hmm. us, but I was really concerned about the equity of this distance learning process for all students and what that looks like. Um, And will everyone have the same opportunity to receive the education that's provided via distance learning? And then if they weren't, then what was going to happen? I was worried about how we were going, (laughs) how we were going to teach Mm -hmm. from home. Um, And so I know the first couple of weeks when there wasn't a plan in place, my husband and I were just like, we have to keep his mind sharp. Like if he's just at home, you know, into video games and um, into TV, like, what are we going to do? So we started doing like real life Mm. lesson type things. So cooking Mm. and getting them on um, Rosetta Stone, which they're offering free lessons right now. So that could be helpful for families. Um, And he's doing Spanish every day so that we, we can do that. But um, we planted a garden. So we were just trying to do some things that were easy to maintain, easy to Mm -hmm. start um, because we just wanted him to keep up with some sort of schedule um, every day because he started going to bed really late waking up late and we were just like ah that's not going to be reality in a couple weeks so um I think that's that's just kind of where we started it was just really worried about his education and what like would they have to repeat the sixth grade would they have Mm. to can they move on to the seventh grade without finishing like you know what does that mean for these kids you know and and I felt bad for the high school senior so you know, not only just thinking about my own kid, but just worried about all the kids, you know, what they were going to do. So that's kind of where I've been at for the past, um, since March. Wow. Thank you for, um, for sharing kind of what your, your family's process has been. You definitely highlighted some of those challenges, but I think that offering around, like thinking about a cooking project, thinking about opportunities Mm -hmm. to garden, all lift up successes families could lean on um yeah just to kind of get things going um yeah yeah and I think I think that like with us with my husband and I we really want to make sure that Alex is well-rounded and you know just preparing him for the future so 
he's going to have to learn how to cook for himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm not, I'm not going to his home as an adult and cooking for him. That's kind of silly. But um, just try and make sure he has like practical skills. And I think this is a, a really good time to do that. And so they're not really in school all day. They have like his teachers, they have assignments and they have, um, you know, zoom calls that they're on, but their whole day isn't filled with just academics. And so what do we do with that other part of the day? You know, like, and so since I'm home, it's, and we're home, it's, it's pretty, it's okay to, you know, take some time to do some other things. So that's kind of what we're focusing on right now. Thank you. I appreciate your, your responses. Um, So Alex, sir, I'm going to ask you the same question. So I'll I'll restate it and and let you um, think about what we're talking about a bit more. So we've been doing um, online learning now in this distance model. So what have your experiences been like? Um, What have the challenges been for you as a student, sixth grader, and what are some successes that you're experiencing and feeling? Um, Well, I don't know about successes. Challenges <laughs> um, education is facing. I have been waking up very later. <laughs> I don't want to do that, but I I have been. Um, and then like there's a lot of like work on like the online distance learning, and there's not really a lot of like communication, like that helps mm. that so that. I can, so that, like, a lot of people, like, don't understand, like, some of the assignments that they give out, and they don't give any explanation Mm -hmm. for it until it's, like, or, like, until later. So, like, that's one Mm -hmm. of the issues, um, that, like, the communication isn't that great. But, like, other than that, I'd I'd say that online learning is going pretty well. Um, of, like, I don't know anything else to say. Alex, <laughs> um, Alex can I, can I uh, add another question? Um, what would be helpful for you? Mm-hmm. What would be most helpful for you right now from uh, your teacher? Um, I'd just say more communication in between, like, because I don't really understand everything. Really. And, like, it's a bit of an, I'd say it's kind of an issue when you can't understand everything, but, mm. because, like, sometimes, like, they'll ask, like, hey, we need to get in the Zoom meeting, and then I'd say, okay, and then I'll try to get in the Zoom meeting, and you can't mm. get in, because the, the password doesn't work out, and I just say, say I can't get in the Zoom meeting, and they won't say anything, <laughs> so, it's stuff like that, I'd say. Yeah, and I think that Alex is a different type yeah. of learner, you know, so, and all kids are different types of learners. Um, we have, you know, Alex is on the spectrum and he's been lucky enough to be, you know, he's in general education classes. But I think like, you know, at school when you're in front of a teacher, it's a different ball yeah. game. Like you can kind of, you can ask those questions. And so I think there's just like this delay in, response and you know what is needed and how do you submit these things are you scanning these documents in are you you know emailing them Mm -hmm. in like how do you get these 
for Keaton. So I think that has been a little bit of the challenge for for him is just trying to make that um, those connections. And I think it's it's proven to be a a little difficult. Mm-hmm. I think in this generation, they're used to being on the computer a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's working in his favor. But I think that that face to face interaction that community um has been a little bit of challenge not having that has been a challenge for yeah him. i hear that i hear but i think the successes he said he doesn't have any successes but i think the successes is is he is motivated to do yeah. the work and so alex will if i'm asking him to do something with me he will say oh no i can't do that i have a zoom call in mm. five minutes or i have this or i'm scheduled to do this so I think that he's learning scheduling right now because he has to be independent and get the work done. And so that was something that was not his strong suit before all of this is scheduling himself. So um, I think that's a success. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a huge success, even for us adults, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Right. Well, I think I'll transition us into our next question um, and just go a bit further. As we um, lift it up and Rosie, our uh, wonderful co-host um, today, lifted up our competency of self-awareness. Um, and so in that spirit, we wanted to ask you both about your own self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, what has surprised you or what have you learned about yourself during these very uncertain times? And this time, Alex, I'd like to start with you. Um, what have you learned about yourself? I learned that I got frustrated very mm. easily. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Well, I got frustrated very easily. Yeah. And then... One thing I know about, or the one thing I've learned about myself, I think, is that, um, is, or I, I, my parents told me this a lot, and the, and how, like, change is very hard for me, and I feel like, like, with this whole, like, COVID-19, like, pandemic, I've learned that. Mm. <laughs> And so, and like, it kind of ties in with the being frustrated, because I don't, because I don't really like the coronavirus that much. Yeah. Yeah. We would all agree with you there. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. We don't like it. Just putting it simple. Yes. <laughs> Keep it real, Alex. Well, well, and Alex, to that point, now that you're recognizing um, where your frustration tends to rise during this transitional time, um, what have you learned about how to manage that or how to, to deal with that frustration? Um, sometimes I'll just take breaks from stuff. Okay. If I get frustrated when I'm playing like a game or something, then I'll just just like 
the skin off of that again, and then I will. Oh, not and then I'll. Yeah. And then I'll. And then like I'll try to like take a break from that. Mm-hmm. And like try to calm down, and then later, they're all come back, and then I'll, I won't be as frustrated as I was earlier. Yeah. Yeah, you're just figuring out ways to take care of yourself in that moment, huh? Yeah. Awesome. And and Chioko, I'm going to follow up with you with those same questions uh, or question, depending on what you'd like to answer. What has surprised you or what have you learned about yourself during these times? (laughs) Um, I think what has surprised me is uh, my ability to fill a day. (laughs) <laughs> like I think <laughs> I think like you know before this he would go to school we would get him off to school I would go to work and I knew what I was doing for my eight hours you know mm-hmm. like I I knew I mean at work everything changes all the time but I knew that I would be there for those eight hours um and then I would go pick him up and then we'd go home and he have homework and I mean our routine was set Monday through Friday and I think now I've just I've amazed myself with being able to fill my time or fill our time with activities um mm-hmm. and just trying to be as creative as possible and I really I really commend teachers because I mean I've always thought that they were special but I just I think that we need to do a better job with celebrating them and um honoring them, compensating them. Um, I definitely think that um, we need to we need to focus in on their needs a little bit more because this has been absolutely challenging. I think that you know some people are called to homeschool their kids and some people are not. <laughs> and I'm one of those that have not been called to homeschool their child. So um, I'm just surprised I'm definitely surprised on how I'm dealing with that. So that's, I mean, I think that's just a surprise. Well, and just managing um, the household in terms of, you know, the homeschooling and then work and then, you know, just the typical home stuff and laundry and cooking and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to take care of yourself um, in general. And I think, you know, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I've been trying to make a point of um, journaling a lot. Mm. Uh, just journaling the, just what the thought is or an idea. Um, I go on walks and um, take the dog for a walk. Um, I just got into, I started doing this um, strength train video <laughs> on YouTube. Um, and just realizing that I'm just, I'm not as coordinated as I think that I am. Um, (laughs) So, you know, those are just things that kind of keep me chuckling at myself and, um, just making sure that I'm taking care of myself, but just being a good laugh at myself and then, um, yeah, that's, that's the game, that's the game of the game is just being easy on myself and, realizing that I'm not the only one going through this um, because at first it was like, whoa, me, whoa, me. And then you just talk to everybody and everybody, everybody else is staying at home too with their kids. <laughs> like, yes. We're all, we're all going through the same thing. So I'm not like an anomaly here. So um, yeah, I think that's, 
that's where where I'm at and how I'm how I'm getting through this. Well, um, thank you. Our hope is that um, that um, parents who are also experiencing this, which we all are, can listen in to the conversation we're having today and and feel validated and um, inspired. Yeah. And our hope is also that the teachers in our community can hear from voices like yours, just to hear that validation um, and just to, to know that families are thinking about, about them is really yeah. awesome. So thank you for that. Yeah. And our yeah. teachers at David Lubin, they, I mean, Alex has been there since the second grade and they're phenomenal, you know, and I know that they are doing their best and our principal, Mr. Dixon, I know he's doing his best and, um, it's just a tough time for everybody. Um, and so we're just, you know, we're showing grace and, you know, we're not, we're not going to be pressed for, you know, them to come up with something quick. We're just, you know, going with the flow and, you know, that's, and I think that's a great learning lesson for him as well. And myself, like, you know, yeah. you don't control everything all the time and we just need to go with the flow. So our David Lubin teachers are, are great and we're always thinking about them and um, just hoping that they're well during this time. So, Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think we'll transition here okay. um, and kind of in our preparation for our time together today, we asked each of you to bring a question that you might have for either one of us or each other. Um, just anything you'd like to know about how people are doing, feeling, experiencing things. Mm -hmm. um, and so I will let you decide who would like to go first with asking the question. And who is your question for? <laughs> is that is that us? We go first? Yep. Yes, you go first. Okay. So my question is for all of you is how are you um, staying, um, staying sane or taking care of yourself during this time? Well, well, that's a great question. Yes. And, um, you know, I'm happy to respond because uh, sanity is the word of the day, right? <laughs> or keeping sane. <laughs> and I mean, all the things that you just said, Chioko, as well as you, Alex, in terms of the frustrations and, and the, the feelings of, of being just overwhelmed with um, navigating, you know, my own emotions, as well as making sure that my, my kids are getting done with what they need to get done and, and being worried that, you know, they might be behind or concerns about just the, their mental well-being because they're, they're home and away from their friends. Um, so I think part of that keeping sane is making sure that um, I'm also taking time for my own mental wellness. And so I take daily walks in the morning. I, I schedule it. I take my dog out. My, my dog is actually uh, very fit <laughs> and will be super fit by the time we are out of this uh, COVID-19 because <laughs> he walks five miles wow. every morning. Wow. Can you walk me and too, just making seat? sure that I know that's major. Yes. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will have to work on that leash so it extends out to West Sacramento to 
to uh, truly do that distance walk. <laughs> but yeah, walking. And um, the other thing that I'm finding that's really helping uh, my mental well-being mm. is gardening. Mm. I didn't think I had a green thumb previously, but now apparently I do. <laughs> and so I'm growing my own garden, wow. <laughs> which has been wonderful. That's great. You know, I just recently discovered gardening myself um, and doing uh, a lot of uh, tree planting, shrub planting, flower planting, It's and weeding. It's actually very therapeutic. So that's how I've been taking care of myself. Yeah, well, and um, I haven't done much gardening. Um, I did pick off some dead leaves off of my house plant today. So uh, <laughs> That counts. <laughs> that counts for sure. But what I have been um, really mindful of is getting in a daily workout. And I have been doing um, a run in the morning and following it up with a yoga mm. practice. And that has really helped me to kind of get centered and settled for the day. Um, and even and also just kind of creating a rhythm and a routine for the house, even if it's not... Um, allocated by a certain time it's just the flow of the day that kind of keeps myself and you know the household kind of grounded and so that's what we're doing to try to stay sane that was a great question Shioko thank you for asking about of course yes thank you of course I figured that you all are trying to figure out what's happening with the families and you have to stop and think about yourselves too Mm -hmm. yeah that's wonderful Um, and Alex uh, same for you. Is there a question, a question that you'd like to ask one or all of us on, um, during our time together? Or, or even if it's a question for you. Oh mom. yeah. You could ask your mom too. Oh, definitely. Well, and it's okay if you don't have one right in no this worries. moment. No yeah. worries. Uh, no worries at all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I do. Okay. The question my mom just asked was probably. Oh, for the both of us? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the question I asked was for the both of us. We'll take that. <laughs> That's good teamwork. That's good teamwork. It's like the birthday card, like the birthday gift. Give a birthday gift and yes. everybody adds their name to it. <laughs> Let me put my name on that. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. So our last question for you is this. What is a hope you have for the next several days or thinking ahead when we return to school? So what is the hope that you have? And I'll start with Alex, I'll start with you this time. Okay, so I hope I have when we return back to normal is that um, everyone just doesn't go outside at once. Mm. Because they'll, or like, they just don't, like when there's like, when something opens back up, they just don't like rush in like it's Black Friday. Yeah. But um, other than that, yeah. I'd say my my hope is just for like, just for like, I'd say like just to get everything back to normal first before everything else 
but like that's like that everything else that's important but like can be dealt with after this whole like pandemic thing like can wait and then yeah. they could just like open we can open stuff up but like just want I want it to be like slow mm. yeah um I think my hope for the next couple of days is just to get through it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> everything is just blinking. Here, here. Like, I don't know. Like, this morning I talked to a coworker and she's like, happy Monday. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Happy Monday. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. Like, it just feels like usually there's a transition. Like, okay, the weekend's ended. I'm going back to do it. But everything has just been at home. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping like within the next couple of days that I'm just gonna keep getting through it and you know just showing myself some grace and you know things are not gonna be perfect and they're not they haven't been so just kind of keeping with that same mantra and then um, I think in the future I really hope that we we look at our safety, like safety precautions and, you know, um, the safety of our kids as far as their health goes and, you know, like a, a good solid, I hope the district comes up with a good solid plan on, you know, what reopening does look like and, you know, yeah. how do we keep everybody safe? Um, I mean, I, I, like all parents want our kids to go back to school desperately. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I want it to be in a safe manner because I don't want this to happen, you know, next year. Um, and I don't know if we can predict that, but just making sure that everything is safe and sterilized and what are some new protocols and what are some processes that, mm-hmm. you know, us, as parents and the district can collaborate on. So that's my hope for the future. Well, thank you both for sharing those hopes and aspirations. Of course. And since we have been talking about self-awareness and that's our competency uh, we're featuring this week, I'd just like to ask what might be a tip you'd like to share, either you, Chioko, and or Alex about okay. how you are staying aware of your emotions. Um, how are you staying aware of your emotions, son? Um, staying aware of my emotions. That's a good um, I'd say that the way I'm st- I'm like taking care of my emotions is that if like something goes wrong or something like doesn't go the way that I thought it would go, I don't like get really upset or I'm try or I try not to get re- very upset. I'll just be like, okay, uh, we can fix this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get upset at that mm-hmm. at something that was a mistake. So, like, then I'll, so, like, I won't just get mad at, like, something that isn't supposed to be, like, that's just supposed to be small. Mm. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Mm. That's good. 
And what I heard in that is you're aware of the emotions that you're needing to manage. That's all. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think Rosie, you mentioned it at the beginning is like, you name it, to tame it. And I think that's been, um, an important part of me naming emotions and, you know, the journaling has been helpful. It's just been like <laughs> one sentence, like I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm Blankety dead. blank. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just think like, I'm not going to justify it. You know, like why I'm overwhelmed. I think that we typically have this idea, like this way of being is where we're like, I'm overwhelmed and this is the reason why I'm overwhelmed. And, you know, just trying to justify it, explain it. But I just think that the best thing for me has just been like, I'm overwhelmed. And that's just the end of it. Or I Yeah, just let I it be to, out there. Just let it be out there. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, that's my way. Thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. Wow. Thank you so much, Alex and Chiyoko. The the thoughtful perspectives that you both shared um, are going to be really helpful for our community. And I appreciate both of you for coming in and, and sure. spending your Absolutely. morning with us. So Thanks thank for you. for having us. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, what a tremendously powerful conversation we just had um, listening to Alex and his mom offer their perspectives um, that I know will resonate with many in our community for sure. I think especially around the challenges of navigating strong emotions like frustrations, as Alex shared, um, and feeling overwhelmed, um, like Chioko shared. Uh, and, and these are real emotions and putting them out there is the first step in, in really just letting go of, of the, the ways in which we're feeling things. Um, but also what I heard is there's such a strong sense of hope and optimism um, from, from both Choco and Alex, even while we'll be, we're being challenged with both distance learning as well as um, uh, just navigating COVID-19. So I, I just was totally impressed with what um, they both had to say. Um, African Rosie, did you have any um, anything that resonated for you during this conversation? I think um, one thing that has just kind of surfaced and resonated with me during our conversation is the practice of taking care of yourself, right? Um, and not not sweating the small stuff as much as you can. Just making like water, as we always mm -hmm. say, but it, making sure to to check in with yourself um, and, and being sure to take that time to take care of self. That's what's resonated for me. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think what I'm most in awe of are the SEL strengths of um, our community members. And especially in this uh, uh, forum mm -hmm. today, Chioko, Alex, um, you've uh, shared what you've been struggling with. Um, but in that, I heard how you've both risen struggles, and I'm sure you've made our listeners feel validated and not alone and that we're all in this together. Yes. And so um, thank you for your contribution to our community today. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. And again, resiliency is a wonderful thing, and, and I see it today and I heard it today. And on that note, uh, again, thank you listeners for joining us this week. Uh, we will be back next week with another episode of Staying SEL, Connected in Sac City. 
brought to you by the Sac City SEL team. We are, we belong, we can stay safe, stay healthy, stay SEL.